0: What's up? How you feeling? You good? You ready for some GTA Six stuff? We are. All right. On our play for this week, with GTA Six trailer mere days away, did the son of a Rockstar employee blow the entire surprise? Mm. Is Venom's voice actor teasing what's next for Marvel Spider-Man Two? Is Capcom crazy for making Dragon's Dogma Two their first seventy dollar game? Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 is getting its first season's content, and it's huge. All this and more in Season 7, Episode 47 of Pest X Star Gamers at Chess. We go. What's up, everyone? I'm your host, DJ, a.k.a. Sexy. A-K-A. Sean just pointed out that I have a gun brain, and it's kind of kind of concerning. <laughs> I am joined by... Sean M.F. Ross. What does that M and F stand for?
1: Surely not a gun brain, because I no. don't have one. <laughs> so
0: in well. due time, in due time, your brain will become a gun brain, just like mine. And I know people are thinking, you mean like, Gundam brain? No, no. No. Just straight up guns. Just straight guns. It's you know it, it, anyways. This is Press X Star Gamers Digest, a video podcasting against the most important gaming news from this past week into an hour-long meal just for you. We are live on YouTube every Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard
2: Time. So jump on.
0: Join with us. Listen
2: with us. I got oil in my eye and it's very problematic. All right. Don't forget, Very you can...
1: select su- of you, I just want to point that out. <laughs> well, guess oil, what? <laughs> you got oil in your eye? What the fuck? I mean, you know, it's just, it's all the chicken
2: grease.
0: <laughs> okay, cut that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh,
0: wow. <laughs> Don't forget to support us by liking the video, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell. If you're listening, we really, greatly appreciate you leaving us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or the podcast services you are currently tuned in on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Spotify, do it. Uh, don't forget, you can join a conversation by joining our Discord at pressxnumbertwostart dot com slash discord. Do all those things. Thank you for doing those things. All right, now let's jump into the gaming news. The number one thing that's on everyone's minds, on everyone's lips. Rockstar confirms GTA Six trailer one release date. It and this is from IGN. I, I'm just, I'm throwing the IGN article just because it's a thing that's there. This is coming Tuesday, December fifth, nine AM Eastern Standard Time. Sean, are you excited for this?
1: Oh, man, uh, I think I made a take off for an hour just to watch it in <laughs> process. You know. Oh man. man! By the time they hear this, we will already watched it. Right? Yay! That's right. It uh, was <laughs> amazing.
2: Yeah.
0: So yeah, like I, my my job, I have morning meetings at nine a.m. So this is going to be especially rough. Um, you mean a meeting like, goddamn, like, right? Wrong? <laughs> so, so I don't even know. Like, uh, I would I would like for us to react to this trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. We don't know how long the trailer is going to be. If it's like a two minute thing, then okay, we could
1: maybe. We I mean, I could wait. Movie. We could watch it together. Okay. All right. We'll do that. Ten o'clock we'll that. or some we'll shit. Wait. wait. wait.
0: Yeah, so what, we'll do that. Uh, my Tuesdays are eh, a little... I could. Can... We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. So yeah, we got your GTA 6 trailer coming. And everyone's excited. Everyone's hyped. And then today, we get a story from Eurogamer. GTA 6 TikTok leaks has come from the son of a Rockstar Games employee. This comes from Eurogamer.net, as I said, by way of Vicky Blake. So... Essentially, what's happening here is there was a video that was leaked on oh, what GTA Six, what GTA Six, it. oh GTA Base dot com, mm-hmm. and the leaker. We're not gonna throw his account out there. If you want to look it up, you can look it up. We're not gonna play the video because Rockstar is very, very, very on it about just seeing all accounts that has. Anything that has to do with Rockstar games that's not officially out there. So we're not going to get caught with that again. Um, I watched the trailer. I watched the video. And it's essentially just a person. It looks like a dev environment where the person is just in the sky floating and he's looking around at the city. And it looks very much like Marvel Spider-Man 2 City. So take that of what you will they haven't really confirmed that this is completely accurate i mean there's no way to confirm it until we get the game or unless rockstar takes down the video so so far that hasn't happened yet um it looks pretty it looks like a city it's like sunset ish uh it's really hard to tell what error this is in it's hard to tell there's no actual there's no characters there's, it doesn't look like there's any npcs rocking around the city but you're pretty high up the draw distance is really really good again this is this is looking like it's going to just be a uh mainly next-gen game i mean there's not too much to say about this other than like it looks really pretty it looks really cool if this is actual gta 6 content then that's good news for all of us who will be playing that game because
2: the open world looks like it should essentially um but does this leak hurt the
0: GTA 6 trailer that's going to be dropped in a couple days? No. Mm,
1: no. Yeah, no, I don't think so.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, from what we know right now from GTA 6, we know from leaks of last year that it's supposed to be a... I guess spoilers if you don't want to hear this, but it's supposed to be like a Bonnie and Clyde story. Um, there was leaked footage showing the female character apparently her clothes can get wet. I think that was like a... Something that they that was touted in, Amazing. I know, right? Um, you can rob convenience stores, like you can hold people up in the convenience stores, and then if you hold up long enough, cops will come. You have to, you have to escape the cops, essentially. Um, sounds cool. It sounds like what GTA ultimately is, just cops and robbers mm-hmm. kind of thing.
2: Um,
0: in terms of what are, what are you expecting or what are you hoping from this trailer, Sean?
1: Um, a release date. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, (laughs) Absolutely. I think it was speculated that it should be, the release window will probably be like March of next year to April of next year. Like the end of that fiscal year kind of thing.
1: I am interested to see what type of advancements they're going to show off compared to like the jump from 3 to 4 or 4 to 5. Because I remember Mm -hmm. when GTA 5 trailer came out and people were just like, "Oh my god, oh my fucking god!" Like the the flip flops actually flip flop, like you know, it would just.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So I, I'm curious to see what, what uh, yeah, what's that uh, the show with the guy and he has all the, the shit on the board and he got uh sticky notes. Oh, and... um,
0: Always Sunny. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I, I'm sure some yeah. people are gonna be analyzing the trailer like that and just I'm I'm waiting for the YouTube thumbnails. Yeah, we might Absolutely. have.
2: Right?
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, like I I'm totally there with you in terms of I I want this trailer to not only be visually impressive but give that hook of like this is what differentiate this from GTA 5 because GTA 5 has been a juggernaut in just well, I, I let's just say GTA online in terms of just bringing in money, like having so many different like content drops where you can do essentially anything in this game in that game
2: at this point, um, I think personally, what I would want would be a I would want the trailer to show off something that's
0: going to be new to gta 6 but also give us like strong character moments that you know touch to what the story is going to be in terms of it maybe it's more than a bonnie and clyde thing maybe they have you know turned away from the bonnie and clyde thing and did something else like yeah i want there to be that kind of like hey like this is going to be for the people who want to live in this world and this is going to be for the people who want to just get ingrained
2: into the story or engrossed into the story so we will see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to go along with this,
0: Netflix will launch Grand Theft Auto Trilogy for free as yeah. hype for new GTA amount, amounts. This comes from Forbes by way of Anthony the fourth. It's a Spanish last name. Hopefully I got that right. I'm not sure. Let me see All right. Have. So this comes from the article. Netflix Pe- is bringing in <laughs> Pequeno. 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 Hey, look, I took Japanese for three years, okay? And even that's difficult, okay? (laughs) So let me go see what he's messing up. Right? (laughs) All right, so this goes to the article. Netflix is bringing a trio of mobile Grand Theft Auto games to users with the launch of Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition, on December 14th. A free game which will arrive as Netflix looks to boost its slow-growing video game business while hyping well, hype grows for the next GTA installment, GTA six. So that's cool. Um, Netflix, I think, is doing what Google, Amazon. Was there a third? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, Google. We'll say Google, Amazon. What they kind of failed okay. to do in terms of we're going to put games out not at a rapid plate but not at a rapid pace. We're going to put games out when we think the zeitgeist is big for whatever game because the first thing they showed was dead cells that was cool no no the first thing they talked about was oxen free oxen free 2 whatever signals or whatever that was going to be a netflix thing that made waves i think that was games or something sometime early in the year that made waves because it was like oh netflix what what what's happening here And then they did Dead Cells was the first thing they showed on the Netflix um, app or whatever. And then now you have GTA, the Definitive Edition, which that's cool. I think when we talked about this last, we talked about what is the controller going to be for this? Like, how is that going to work? And I'm not sure if there's been an answer to that.
2: So maybe we might see something in Game Awards. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right. um,
0: Number two. This is sort of a, uh, the Game Awards rock block. So the first thing I wanted to throw up was a, uh, Jeff Keighley had put out a hype trailer for this year's Game Awards. And it looks pretty, pretty cool. I um, didn't watch it because
1: I want to go in fresh.
0: Oh, okay. Well, there's
1: nothing there's nothing
0: new in the trailer other than this is just oh, games that is, are going to be sure. sure. Yeah, yeah, look, but I think look into the fire, I'm playing it. it uh, you, I have I have audio unchecked. on it, it but yeah, it's just like a collection of the different path. games and stuff that's Why gonna that's been nominated or you know Game of the Year and so on and so forth. I, know I think this is say, cool because I think know, this is a good showing of like know, how, how strong world, this year was, and all of the things that went into making this year so strong. Um, there's not really anything. New to this, mm-hmm. but my wonder is like, I don't think we did we get something like this last year? Because I don't remember there being like a hype chair like this. No, last I don't year. think it did. So I am, I'm wondering if Jeff has like something like give up that really big to show this episode. because he he said something of the effect of like. To like not really stoke the the fires of hype for this event. I, I forget exactly what he said, but it was just like he's kind of like calming it down to be like, okay, guys, you know, we're just gonna have stuff. Um, he had this like AMA thing where he was giving details and stuff. There's gonna be increased security this year to hopefully prevent the whole storming the stage thing that happened last year or the year before. Uh, yeah, I hope, uh, is the next generation
1: of entertainment and it's you know working. You just Here. need to keep going and when hope has been. Yeah, man, it, down to the it it's amazing. Amazing. like
0: people's <laughs> despair. Um, And then come come he also fall fall mentioned that going to heal the world. Can you join me in the fact that if you want to see this trailer it is on <laughs> the Game Awards YouTube I channel, check it makes. out. Um, so he also mentioned that there will be no more world premieres happening
1: because what is a world premiere yeah more so the branding not that they're not going to reveal anything new exactly
0: right there's going to be trailers and there's going to be new trailers for stuff actually we got rumors that there's supposed to be a lot of like um, new IP showing here from Mm -hmm. third parties but it's just not going to have that world premiere tag and it's just like because at this point, what does that, yeah, like, what does that mean? So that's all cool. I think it's exciting. We should all be excited. Hey, it sucks hey. that GTA 6 is going to show the trailer before Game Awards, but it's Rockstar, and they're going to do what they're going to do because that's what they've always done. So it's like, all right, whatever.
2: Um, yeah, so. Yeah, I got nothing. That's it. So that's that.
0: I was going to say something else, but it doesn't need to be said. All right. Let's jump into the actual news that has been attached to this. New era, new energy. Sega teases Game Awards reveal. This comes from VGC by way of Andy Robinson. So on Saturday, Twitch streamer Curious Joy shared a letter, said she's she's been sent by the game publishers, by the game's publisher which include the message new era new energy. Make sure you tune in to the Game Awards December 7th. So that's kind of it for this. There's not too much to be to be said about this. Yeah. What we can do is look back into Sega's old, you know, posts, old announcements and stuff. And Sega recently said that the development for its first super game is progressing steadily. So this could be a hint at we will finally get to see what the super game is. I think. I believe. When we first talked about the super game, there was an idea that it was a combination of Jet Set Radio and Crazy Taxi. I don't mm-hmm. think that's the case now. I think things have changed since then because that was, I believe, years ago at this point, maybe two years ago or something like that. So we'll see what the super game is. I don't. I wouldn't think it's a yakuza thing because they already are i'm sorry yakuza. yeah the like a dragon
1: yeah but they have, they've already been doing their own reveals yeah exactly
0: like that that's that's said that's done and said it's not going to be a persona thing because persona has its own thing they're, they're not going to want to mess with that so i think this could be one of the new ip things that we see that's going to be quote unquote third party because it's sega so we'll see we'll see um the oh and then um Sega says Yakuza and Persona mobile games may be coming, plus a Sonic and Angry Birds crossover. And this also comes from VGC by way of Chris Gullion. So essentially with this, Sony, Sony, geez. Sega has acquired uh, Angry Birds Studio Rovio. And in this conversation, they mentioned, you know, some things that might happen mm. due to this acquisition. So we're going to get an animated, uh, Angry Birds animated projects are in production and that new Rovio games were in development for PC and console. Uh, it was also stated that Sonic and Angry Birds crossover uh, are currently dating, essentially. The, the two IPs are currently dating. So okay. sure. And then it was also stated that currently Sega and Rovio have been working on mobile game projects based on our own IP, but Sonic is not the only IP to benefit from the mobile platform expansion. It will be a potential stroll tail, a strong tailwind to other key Sega IPs such as Yakuza and Persona. So, cool. Yakuza and Persona, Angry Bird games coming, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. All right, uh, and the last thing for the TGA Rock Block, the Game Awards Future Class calls for Gaza Ceasefire Statement. This comes from Polygon by way of Nicole Carpenter. So, with this, dozens of members from the Game Awards Future Class, a program that honors the bright, bold, and inclusive future of the video game industry, accord or wait industry, according to the Game Awards website, has signed an open letter to, ho- to host Jeff Keighley and TGA Future Class director Emily Bucho hmm, yeah, yeah. yeah, Asking for recognition of the Gaza humanitarian crisis during December's live event. Um, yeah, so they have the actual open letter, but we're not going to go it
2: because we got a lot of news to cover. So this is one of the things where Jeff Keighley has to expect something like this to
1: happen. Like, oh, to ex- if, expect people to ask him to uh, recognize the shit,
0: yeah. Because last year he, last year or the at some or no, I think at the um,
1: did they address Russia's shit? I
2: year?
0: think so at Gamescom. I think they addressed Russia, the uh, Ukraine at Gamescom. So it makes sense. Actually, let me just double check that I'd so it would make sense not.
1: so that might be an unpopular statement i'd rather than not. um there the was thing a, is like oh go ahead go ahead, go
0: ahead go ahead no actually you go because i'm still
1: i was gonna say there was this comedian i saw the other day and he kind of pointed out that we do this with a lot of events where you know hey i just want you guys to acknowledge you know we're here on this uh Native American burial ground where, you know, thousands of people were massacred. Well, anyway, on with tonight's show and on with the jokes like.
2: It does get messy. We want to bring awareness to things, but at the same time. Why this thing today and not something else? You know what I mean? Like, are they going to
1: ever acknowledge what's going on in Guyana and Venezuela? You know, the the fight over the land right now and they about to move. Yeah. What's going on in Haiti? Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's one of those things where like, like that that is such a good point because it's like all right, well, you essentially pick a flag to raise, and you don't raise all flags. I which I I understand,
1: I get it, but I
2: mean, yeah, it's
0: like it's it's hard to raise all flags, but at the same time, like if you're gonna raise one flag, then. Exactly, and that—that's actually been a lot of the like fervor around it, because just like, well, uh, I mean,
1: these people are like getting massacred, and so, you know. so, so I, I get it. Maybe unpopular opinion. I'd rather they just stick to as the as the right wing likes to say, just shut up and dribble. Just we came here <laughs> for one thing. But, <laughs> come on, just I, 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 I mean, I have, like, have say what?
0: Yeah, I, I think. I think it should be a thing of if the future class, if the people in the future class want to like say something on the Gaza thing. Yeah. They should let them do it and just be like, Hey, look, this is our opinion on it. We understand that this is a complicated thing, but at the end of the day, people are dying and it's just a messed up thing and like bring awareness to it. And at the same time, it's like, If anyone wants to speak on the Venezuela,
2: (laughs) (laughs) people
1: aren't tuning into the game awards to to be made aware of what's going on in Gaza and Palestine and Israel right now. Right.
0: But like the thing is, like, it's one of those things where it gets like Jeff kind of put his foot in the door when he mentioned the whole Ukraine thing. And it's like, all right, well, if we're going to be talking about stuff like this at at your show, then you shouldn't just be like, no, you can't talk about this thing because it doesn't involve people that look like me, Jeff Keighley. <laughs> so it's like, it gets, it's just, it's a weird thing that he opened the door to. And it's like, well, since he opened the door to him closing the door, it just gets. Are messes. we just going
1: to be
2: acknowledging every year's flavor of the month that happens to be. Ha- oh, did we lose Sean? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, no, we got him. Okay. You're back. You're back. Oh, I lost you forever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, it's one of those things where I don't think there has been a uh, solution to this. I don't think Jeff
2: has said something, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um. Next up, number three,
0: Capcom has officially raised his price with the arrival of Dragon's Dogma Two. Oh, no. I'm pulling this from. <laughs> I'm pulling this from pure, pure Xbox. Essentially, what happens here is that Capcom is going to um, make Dragon's Dogma Two cost seventy dollars versus sixty. I was not aware that Capcom's games have been sixty dollars. Like mm, I thought, the Resident yeah, Evil I think, Four I think Remake, Sh-
1: Street Fighter was sixty dollars.
0: Was it? Dang, I bought that too. Right. Damn.
1: This is this is the type of money he got, y'all. He just <laughs> making purchases. Don't give a shit. Just,
0: <laughs> just got, spending sixty dollars,
1: thinking I'm <laughs> <of> spending seventy dollars. <laughs>
0: yeah. Balling. Yeah. So, oh, I have to sign in for my age. Come oh, on
1: now. This is crazy because uh, Street Fighter now is about $45, forty five dollars, forty dollars, depending on where you go get it.
2: Yeah. We just, <sighs> just wait a few months. Come on, man! Hey. All right, well, this is not going to happen.
1: That's, that's
2: happen. fine. Whatever, that's
0: fine. I, I was going to show the trailer to Dragon's Dogma Two hey, because hey. they just had. They
1: didn't come here to see dog Dragon's Dogma trailers. DJ, just come.
0: Moving along. Hey, guy. look. If we had the GTA Six trailer, <laughs> we'd be showing now, but we don't. So I was going to show Dragon's Dogma Two. Came here for that. <laughs> but I couldn't because I had to sign in for this thing because apparently age or whatever. So, yeah, the Dragon's Aqua 2, um, they had their their showcase. It's like a two-minute long trailer, and then they showed actual gameplay after. It all looks great. I am still shocked that people are getting hyped for this game. It's one of those things where it's just like, I don't believe it until people buy the game. Just like Armor mm-hmm. Core. Like, I, I, yeah, you know, I'm an Armor Core stan. But, like, it's still kind of weird to be like, oh, my God, Armor Core is so cool. I'm like, really? Are you just, are you just saying that? Or you mean it? Are they but, not
1: true fans to you, DJ? They weren't in the trenches I with you back in uh PS. I mean,
0: I mean that's the thing. It's just like, all right, well, hey, man, like we got seats. You you, you come sit down next to me in the theater and watch Arm Record together. That's cool. But like, are you really here? Or are you just here for the hype? But yeah, we'll see. Uh maybe we will get more Dragon Ball One Two content game boards. I doubt it. I'm actually hoping that we get Monster Hunter stuff in the awards, but we'll see. Yeah. I, I think Capcom. It's probably going to be focused on Dragon's Dogma until it's released, and then it'll jump to whatever. The next, the game next is thing, Switch. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Number four. Tony Todd tells fans.
2: <laughs>
0: wait. Oh. <laughs> and I don't know what I was looking at. Uh, Tells fans Insomniac used only 10% of his Venom dialogue in Marvel Spider-Man 2. This comes from IGN by way of I think this is Wesley this Is this Wesley mm-hmm. yeah, Yes, by Wesley we'll Input. Yep. So the actor who played Venom in Insomniac's Marvel Spider-Man 2 has said developer Insomniac used just 10% of its characters' dialogue in the game, sparking future speculation about a Venom spinoff or DLC. Tony Todd told an audience. Told an audience of fans at Fan Expo San Francisco 2023 that some of his voice work from Venom, for Venom might have been saved for future, according to attendance. Evan, that's a name. That's a last name right there. Founder of Spider, Spider-Man fan account, the Spidey Squad. All right, cool. Um, mainly, So basically the thing is, Tony Todd recorded a bunch of lines. And only 10% of it got used for Marvel, Marvel Spider-Man 2. Does this mean that we're getting a Venom spinoff? It's tough to say because the way that Spider-Man 2 ended. If those lines. So if they recorded lines for Tony Todd, that was very Mm -hmm. much so like. They know that they're going to make a DLC, then it makes
2: sense. Like, all right, well, there's definitely going to be DLC. It just gets. We'll see. I'll be, i will we'll see. Play it.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm just I'm just doing the the the, the line Man. math in my head. Like if just 10 percent of the lines was used for Venom. I mean, where is he getting this number from? Well, that's, that's the best thing, too. Like it did he did he keep track of all the lines that he said and all the lines that was actually said in the game? <laughs> or yeah. is just like his PR person just told him like, yeah, they only use 10 percent.
1: Or maybe they were just throwing stuff around and pre-recorded everything possible to mix and match and see where they're going with the storyline. Like,
2: we'll
1: see. that's true.
0: That's true because they they also do that a lot too. Like they will just record stuff and whatever don't work, they just won't use it. And but I mean, you know, he's a good, he's a great actor. So like, yeah. and he did a really good job with Venom. We'll see, we'll see. Do I think there's gonna be Venom DLC? Yes, I think there's gonna be Venom DLC. On top of this. They also made a character in Marvel's Spider-Man 2 that we only play for a mission. So it's like... Yeah, 10, 20 minutes. You're right. They're going to use the character again. All right. Um, Before we jump into the big Baldur's Gate 3 news, hey, you, listener, do us a solid. Please like this video, subscribe to the channel, the notification bell. If you are listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the podcast service you are currently tuned in on, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Or Spotify just said this or whatever thing you're just leave us a review. Just it could be you can leave us a review in your front front yard. Just like cut out the review in the grass. If you have grass, if you have rocks, just do whatever you got Just leave us a review. Thank you. Um What else? Oh, if you want to join our conversation, you can join our Discord at going to com slash Discord. Do any of those things. Do all or those don't. things. Whoa, wait. No, no, we need them. We want them to do these things. Because if they don't do these things, it's like, it's bad. It's just bad. Anyways, number five, Baldur's Gate 3 patch at patch five adds new playable epilogue with 3,589 lines of extra dialogue. Much, much more. This comes from IGN by way of uh, Wesley Impel. Another one yet again. All right. So. This patch five, it's out already. It fixes slowdown issues caused by patch four, which I think when I was playing the game, I had got some of that. Sucks, but this is good that this is fixing that. Adds a brand new epilogue providing closure for each player's journey and Mm. even new game modes. Uh, The new playable... Oh my gosh, this... Okay. The new playable epilogue gameplay, accessible to all players loading the game prior to the final fight, takes place before the credits players find themselves in camp six months after the events of vulgar gate three story where they meet new friends and old talking all the time hmm. um, taking all the time they need to say their final goodbyes to the party uh, larian called this epilogue a final goodbye for the writers of larian this final goodbye has been some of the most complex writing in the game so far as it takes advantage of the game's reactive reactivity across the entire adventure, the developer said, "A gigantic tree of permutations to find the content with the new writing—three thousand five hundred eighty-nine lines, to be exact. Cinematics and even characters joining the, uh, the get together." this
1: is spoken lines. I'm trying to look through all the.
0: Yeah, it's going to be spoken, like everything. Like when they uh, refer to these lines, okay. it's usually just spoken by dialogue. Oh, so,
2: interesting.
0: yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So all this is organized by Withers, which is kind of hilarious. Uh, yeah. So this is this is just amazing. Like there was the hope that because a lot of people who finished Borderlands three, the main thing that they um, had issue with was they felt like the ending didn't wrap up as neatly as they wanted it, but. It took them some time. They finally did it. So hopefully this is the thing that everyone wanted. I haven't beat Bullets Gate 3 yet. I put it down to play Marvel Spider-Man 2 and Mario Wonder. Now I'm playing Call of Duty. So I'm going to pick it back up at some point. So this is just, this works for me. Because when I beat the game, I'll be able to enjoy this part of the game as well. So, great. Um, number six. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 and Call of Duty Warzone Season 1. All you need to know. So, essentially, Call of Duty is putting out their
2: next season. It's next week, uh, December. When is this? December. I mean, you would think you'd put the date up front, right? I would Mm. do that if I was writing an article. I
0: think it's December 6th. I think it's 6th because it's the day after um, the GTA. Uh, six trailer so with this season we're getting a bunch of stuff we're getting so much stuff they actually put together a little infographic to show all the different things we're getting so i'm gonna be quick because there's a lot of stuff a lot of stuff we don't necessarily talk about so like there's a lot of warzone stuff warzone's actually coming to modern warfare 3 so if you're a warzone person that's gonna be you for the rest of time until the next call of duty Um we're getting a couple of new weapons. We're getting a Santa Claus thing <laughs> where I don't <laughs> it's a, sure.
2: yeah, it's a weird thing. It's just like, all right,
0: guys, cool, but like it's, it's like a zombie Zombified Santa Claus outfit. Mm, yeah. um it's a holiday event with
2: what did it say?,
0: oh, maps, oh, yeah, okay, sure. And then we're getting more boy skin. We're getting A-Train. There's a... Um, there's a uh, unknown skin. Uh, and then we have more Homelander stuff. And we're also getting Dune stuff. Uh, we're getting more modes. We're getting gunfight. We're getting all or nothing. All or nothing is interesting, where you start the game with um, a throwing knife and nothing else. If you get an elimination, then you get... The scavenger perk, and it's like the first two X number of kills or something like that. Mm. We're getting headquarters, which is old Call of Duty mode. Uh, we're getting a thing called Vortex, which is free for all modes. And in Vortex, you one player will start with the ray gun. Mm. And if you kill that person with the ray gun, you get the ray gun. And of course, it's whoever gets X number of kills wins essentially. Uh, there will be, uh, and the first map for that is Saint, uh, Satan's Quarry. And then they're coming with two other maps mid season. Uh, Modern Warfare Zombies, though, we're getting a bunch of stuff. So we're getting new story missions. We're getting a new wonder weapon, which is the VR 11. We're getting no, 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 new schematics. No. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a rocket launcher of some sort. We'll see. Yeah. We're getting prestige challenges. We're getting a new warlord. We haven't even beat the first warlord. Jesus. Um we're getting and we're also getting dark ether riffs. Um there's a lot of stuff happening. There's a lot of stuff coming to season one. This is all looks pretty good. It's one of those things where, oh, there's also gonna be a new kill streak and new um perk, so a new vest. The kill streak yeah. actually is interesting because you get an EMP, which is this is that the first for for Call of Duty?
2: No. No. There was an EMP No. There was an EMP. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Everything so is e- new again.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so we're getting an EMP kill streak, and then we're also getting the swarm killstreak, which is just a bunch of the mosquito drones is gonna be able to blanket an area. Mm-hmm. That sounds devastating to me because the first time I was playing a Modern Warfare 3 map, I was just jumping through buildings. I heard beeps. I was like, Oh, what's the beeps? And then a the mosquito drone just blew my backside up, and I was like, Oh.
1: Wow.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was it was tragic. It was very tragic. Um, so yeah. And then the new vest is the assassin vest. So it gives you two tacticals, a lethal field upgrade is removed. You get three gear slots, which is gloves, boots, gear. So kills don't display a skull. It's immune to UAV and enemy radar effects. Includes while stationary.
2: Mm-hmm. So including
0: while stationary. Uh, duplicate effects don't stack. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's cool. It's cool. I'm not disregarding it. It's just a combination of other perks that's built into the pack. So you don't have to worry about putting those like perks on. So that's that's cool. Uh, and then the last thing about Call of Duty in general pertaining to DMZ, the DMZ will receive no updates and will be separated from the Modern Warfare 3 slash Warzone ecosystem with the launch of Season 1 of Modern Warfare 3 on December 6th. Yeah, so that just means that they're sunsetting that mode, which sucks, so we got but a at year the same time, <clears throat> yeah, we got a year out of it. It's one of the things where I think they've done all they could with that mode, and to really fix that mode, I think it's going to take a time and result. money that they yeah, hardware to start too. Like, they just don't necessarily want to use those resources for DMZ. And it's like, all right, that's cool. Um, number seven Sega admits Creative Assembly's live service push happened because it was drunk on the favorable winds <laughs> of the early COVID 19 period. Says the studio will focus on RTS games from now on. This comes from PC Gamer by way of. Joshua Wollins. Woolens, Sure. And so,
1: <laughs> what was Creative Assembly working on?
0: So, before, oh, yes, they're working on Hyenas. Wh- so, hyenas, what game is that? <laughs> hyenas was a game that I think it was shown one time or something like that. And when it was shown, everyone was just like, what is this? And we just kind of moved on. And it, this was this was supposed to be Sega's biggest um, budget game, and they canceled it before it even released. And this the, is the, the epitome. Title,
1: this is the epitome of uh, 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 corporate boxes being checked. Like, oh, everybody's making a uh, live service game yeah. right now. Live service shooter. We need yep. one of those. That's exactly what it is, and it's it is.
0: I love the fact that you know Sega, or I guess creative assembly is this coming mm-hmm. yeah creative assembly i like, said it out loud like look we was basically operating off the highs from everyone being inside and playing games during COVID 19 and a lot of the industry did the same thing and it's just like we're seeing so many layoffs happen this year and it's just because this is the hangover period from people thinking money was going to be unlimited because of the COVID 19 highs and it's just like no guys like you all should know out of all of us how your business works. Like, what are you doing? We were gonna have another Redfall on our hands. Exactly. Exactly. And like it's it's you know, like good on Creative Assembly, good on Sega for looking at this game and being like, No, we should not release this because this is going to just be bad. It's gonna just be a bad game, and we don't want that. Um, so Creative Assembly is gonna go back to making their RTS game. So those who were fans of their like total war games they're going back to that so good on them like they they make great rts games and they're just going to continue to make great trs great rts games and again this kind of goes into good
1: i was gonna say hopefully they can incorporate whatever cool ideas they were gonna have in hyenas in their next rts game however it may translate into it
0: yeah or like a different like (laughs) <laughs> like, I think the Total War games are kind of like set in the past so maybe mm-hmm. they have like a future thing uh, and, and like this kind of goes into a conversation that we've had on Discord about like studios being really proficient at one uh, genre of games like jumping over to a different genre and like working Not on a different genre game yeah. exactly like it's a hard thing to do and like no matter how good or how prestige the studio is Naughty Dog it doesn't necessarily mean that they can make any other type of game. Like they are really good at that one type of game, and it, I think that's the expectation. That I don't think the expectation. I think that's something that needs to be thought about more when we are hearing about studios. Oh, we're going to make uh, another game. Like I think. Um, I wouldn't expect and, like Santa Monica to put out a shooter. Like exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And like the um, uh, the the Fable game is being worked on by. The, the racing's team, the Xbox racing. I think people that make Forza. Or something? No, it, the, one of the racing teams on Xbox is working on the Fable game, and like yeah. to me, I was like, that's that's a right. problem. But we'll see, we'll see what happens. You know, put some wheels on the main character. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> number six. PlayStation to delete a ton of TV show users already paid for. This comes from Kotaku by way of Ethan Gotch. So this is something that Sean has been yelling at the sky for and we yeah. are <laughs> finally starting to see stuff actually happen. and man does it suck. Alright. So uh, let me go to... okay. So essentially what happened here is I'm just going to jump into the middle of the article. Um, Okay, so Sony recently set out uh, to PlayStation users who purchased TV shows made by Discovery, the reality TV network that recently merged with Warner Brothers. In one of the most brutal and idiotic corporate maneuvers of all time, due to our, this is a quote, due to our lack of, due to our content license agreement with content providers, you will no longer be able to watch any of your previously purchased Discovery content. And... The content will be removed from your video library. Read a copy of the email that was shared with Kotaku. Uh,
2: so, wow. Allegedly, uh, some people will still be able to like watch that
1: stuff on the uh, like networks that it was licensed from. Allegedly, mm-hmm. but I mean. Ultimately, people are finding out that you don't own anything digital that you purchase. you owned the right to enjoy it, play it, interact with it until they deem or feel like revoking that license and yeah. this is one reason why I was banging on that drum get a get a playstation with the physical drive originally
2: because mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah and it's it's one of those things where it's like because. Because the industry
0: is so large and there's so much content, and you know, really and truly, you can get most of it digitally now, you never know how the license was set up. you don't know what's going to happen to the license, and you get situations like this where it's just like, you've bought this content, like you've spent money on this content now you can't access you it like,
1: you ain't buy the content. yeah well, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> you,
0: you you bought the expensive pass to watch this content. Yeah. And now the pass don't do nothing.
1: <laughs> I mean there's always times where uh you know, license agreements may change or hell the, the store may straight up just go offline. Yeah. or close and you no longer right. have access to that.
2: Um This is even the case for I don't know. They, like they people want to
1: preserve content for ages to come but you can only do that if you're stripping the drm off of it and things like right right. um and really and truly it it's
0: a lot of content like it's just a lot of stuff to you know keep physical but at the same time you know with threats like something like this happening it is definitely worth doing because if you know something were to ever happen to playstation if something were ever happened to microsoft and they're yeah. just like hey man game pass we're through with it and it's just like well unfortunately all the stuff that you've bought like all the all the not
1: you, you didn't necessarily even, buy against you're just game pass. for access to it
0: <laughs> yeah exactly like, you know
1: or you have the unlikely uh scenario where somebody may hack into your account spend some money and then you would ju- you do a chargeback uh mm-hmm. sony has been known to if you do a chargeback, they'll straight up ban your account and you no longer have access to anything digital that you bought and I think that's the case for a lot Oof. of the companies. So,
2: Oof.
1: I I don't know. I mean, make a decision wisely when you do stuff like this. Nobody reads yeah. the end user license agreement stating that this thing these things can happen. Yeah. Um yeah. This person was under the impression that they owned all these things. Um granted, if you're buying shows like say Yes to the Dress, and cake boss that uh, maybe he deserves to lose your money
0: <laughs> hey hey hey, so, what about naked and afraid right.
1: man <laughs> oh, in his money now he's naked and broke and showless All <laughs> his money is soon parted oh no oh no so
0: yeah um yeah this sucks um you know it is kind of a weird thing that there is no sort of like refund being offered for those
1: who pay for the content why would they offer them s- a refund you you purchase a license for the content and you enjoyed it like there's no reason for them to give a refund it's a it's a guess, standard end user license agreement that nobody reads. yeah yeah
0: yeah no you're right you're right you're all right. of this it
1: is, is all of this in the agreement that you scroll past. yeah it yeah
0: like, that, just... yeah yeah
1: you're right <laughs> you're
0: right because yeah. it's yeah. The thing of like you've you've bought the content more than likely you have consumed the content, mm-hmm. and it's just that you can't consume the content again. So they necessarily don't necessarily need to refund your money because you already consumed the content the one time.
1: Even if you didn't consume it. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. Tough city. That's um, what you signed. Everybody go back and look at that uh uh, uh terms of agreement uh customer terms of agreement episode of uh, South Park. <laughs>
2: oh <laughs> okay.
1: Go watch that. Uh, all right.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. So that that just that sucks for those people who are affected. Um, but at the same time, you know, just, just got to be more aware now. Just got to be aware of when you buy something digitally, like what you are buying, essentially. All right. Uh, the actual last news story. We have no plans to bring Xbox Game Pass to PlayStation or Nintendo. Xbox CEO Phil Spencer on console hardware the future of Activision Blizzard, and much more. This comes from Windows Central. Okay, so that quote is pulled from an interview with Phil Spencer where he is correcting... Oh, let me just... Where is this from? Yeah, so this is an interview where Phil Spencer sat down and he was talking about stuff, and then he also made a clarification that CFO
2: um, Tim Strotz had said... And what Tim Stroth had said was uh,
0: there's a possibility of Game Pass, you know, being on the PlayStation, being on Nintendo. Like Xbox would would not mind if that if a thing like that happened, essentially. And this was said a while back. This was before the Activision Blizzard thing uh, went through and passed. And it's one of those things where Phil's just saying, like, no, no, no. Game Pass is going to stay on Xbox, and that's where it's going to be. It's not going to be on any other console, and that's our focus. Now that we have Activision Blizzard, and it's it's one of those things where it's just like, all right. (laughs) Essentially, what I believe would happen here is that Plan B was to try and get Game Pass on Nintendo, try and get Game Pass on PlayStation, if the Activision Blizzard thing doesn't go through, because what else are you going to do? And now that's gone through, they can disregard that plan and follow up with Plan A, which is now that you have Activision Blizzard push forward with Game Pass on Xbox and make that be the best place to play your games.
2: Um, I mean that's it's kind of it. It that's it. I, there's there's more from that
0: interview, but we're focusing on the.
2: The, yeah.
0: the The game. I mean, pass yeah. The
1: at one point, I th- well, at one point, I think Phil Spencer did say he wanted that, but yeah, he, he did. Had... Yeah,
0: that was an article that was mentioned that we we I think you actually brought it back up during our conversation yeah. about this. And it's like, yeah, you know, they, they change plans all the time, and it's one of those things where maybe Tim Strauss shouldn't have said it in the first place because that's was, that was possibly like an internal plan that made article headlines because he had accidentally said it, and now. Phil has to do this delicate dance of like reaffirming what their actual plan is while also not saying like, yeah, that was also a plan that we had in the past too, but you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah. Um and then the other thing that kind of going along with this, Xbox explains why it doesn't reveal console sales anymore. This comes from GameSpot. By way of Eddie
2: My- McCooch, McCooch? i don't know <laughs> yeah. sure we'll go there um, uh, where is it so
0: uh where is, this? Where, is this? where is this where is this? where is this? there we go okay so cfo tim strapp was talking about this and he said he was at a summit talking about this and he said at first it was like what are you doing <laughs> you're the xbox business and you're not giving us console sales console sales numbers that makes no sense he's being the voice of the consumer saying, like, yeah. why are you guys not telling us, you know, how many people are buying Xboxes? And he said, or, but it really was the first point of us saying, no, 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 it's about content and services. So Str- Straff said he measures the success of Xbox by the number of customers it has and how much money Xbox makes as a brand. And Xbox is not only a console brand these days. Sounds like so. You talk to me. It's one of those things where <laughs> they are they are trying to they're trying to shift the message of Xbox from yeah. console provider that is compared to Nintendo that is compared to PlayStation to a service provider that is compared to Netflix that's compared to Hulu that's compared
1: to Disney Plus and uh... it's I'm thinking that they stop revealing their sales numbers because that may turn off developers and publishers. So they more try to focus on how many people they have in the ecosystem. You yeah, can exactly. Reach this many people in our ecosystem as an install base because uh, you got smart delivery and what have you. So
2: yeah,
0: because the the number of the number of people actively on their serv- or service is always going to be more than how many consoles they have out in the wild, just because. Yeah. You can access that service on different platforms, so it makes sense from a marketing standpoint, from a business standpoint, to not focus on consoles anymore. If you're
1: counting all the uh, cloud accessible devices from Windows to your tablet and phone, it's in the yeah. Dare I say, billions? Yeah, you can eventually, you can
2: technically get
1: there by taking that
0: route, but again. It's one of the things where, all right, well, that's cool, but you're also in the industry of making games and making next-gen games. So that also comes with the tag of, does these visuals look good? If these visuals look good, how are we playing it? Oh, you have a console. So we need to focus on the console? Okay, but the console's not doing Mm -hmm. great. Yeah. Oh, okay, <clears throat> so I shouldn't play games on your system because no one's buying your console. So maybe yeah, I
1: should go. Over... In, in the interview, uh, he said regions like Africa, India, Southeast Asia are not console first markets. So they're trying to push streaming and mobile in those places. Mobile game business is the largest and most con- commercially successful part of the business. So the market for consoles is a couple hundred million, PC market is around 400 million.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: like I just. Guest, he said, for mobile, the potential audience is in the billions, and right, the mobile market is a tough business to break in. And now that it owns Activision Blizzard, it is immediately a top player in the market. So I mean, yeah. they're they're pretty much trying to sell people and developers and customers, yeah. consumers on their ecosystem, and not just the consoles. I get it.
0: Yeah, and they say Activision Blizzard, but mainly it's King. Like King has mm-hmm. Candy Crush, and Candy Crush is. The the Titan that no one speaks about. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh my God. So it it kind of seems like in, I guess maybe Phil Spencer's eyes, if they can secure the mobile platform, mm-hmm. then they can have the um the actual Xbox console be like a niche kind of thing within their giant mobile business where they have games they put out for the console, but the mobile is really the moneymaker. I don't know. They still have to make games, and it's yeah. like, well, where that money gonna come from? So yeah, that's that's kind of it. I, I good on Phil for like correcting his people and like reaffirming what the actual plan is going to be for Xbox, so people aren't concerned aren't worried about like, oh, are they gonna try to put Game Game Pass on PlayStation? Because I don't think PlayStation would allow that, or Nintendo that for that matter. But yeah, that's not happening anymore. Mm. All right, well, that is the news that we've been talking about. Let's talk about the game we've been playing
2: real quick. Uh Sean, what have you been playing? I've been playing Starfield. Oh my god, this guy's
1: an Xbox person. We were just talking about Xbox. Look at this man. Look at it. he done,
2: he done switch colors. Yeah. Oh my so god.
1: Um so no, uh <laughs> Doritos, Rockstar Drink, and I think Mountain <laughs> Dew have some promotion right now where you can get a free month of game pass if you've never you know had it before so right i figured why not you know a better way to play uh starfield i was going to use it to play uh like a dragon guide but i just ended up buying it on my own because you know i want my achievements and all that trophies but right right starfield is a very pretty game um it's very interesting i chose to be i think a soldier i don't remember okay
0: did not you mention that it. you
1: got xbox series x No, that was a joke. I posted my brother-in-law's Xbox that he doesn't even play, though. It was just sitting there gathering (laughs) dust. You know, whatever. Um, Yeah, that works, man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but no, I mean, this game is pretty nice looking for what I can see on my phone. Um, I'm Mm -hmm. using the Backbone, unfortunately. Um, Probably play it on my tablet later, but um, I'm currently in UC jail, or I think I just got out of UC jail because the first thing I did when I got a agency was uh start shooting everybody in the colony. So mm. I don't know. Okay, it's uh, a okay. it's a uh, it's a uh, interesting that uh you can pick up damn near everything and put it in your inventory. I don't know if there is yeah. a, a limited inventory, but uh this game is a lot,
2: yeah. and at the same I, time,
1: not apparently. From all the reviews I'm reading, so. Yeah, it's it's a lot in places.
0: It's a... I haven't played it, but from what I've heard, I've, it feels very much like Skyrim, where Skyrim has, like, places where the RPG systems is really strong. For example, mm-hmm. you can pick up anything. You can do the same thing with Skyrim. But I think what people were was looking for was more story content that is yeah. not necessarily, because, like, I think the thing about Starfield is that, like, a lot of the side content is, like, where the main, like, story hooks Me, are, but the yeah. actual... Yeah, the actual story stuff is more so getting you all the things you need to do to go explore the world, essentially.
1: Well, I mean, I see people saying that it's a make-your-own-fun type of game, so I just mm-hmm. started shooting everything inside like GTA, and um, <laughs> I'll figure it out <laughs> along the way. I don't know. <laughs> Oh man. What else have you played? Uh Modern Warfare Zombies. More zombies. Um this is like DMZ where I wanted to play nothing else but zombies. The only uh the only negative I'd say, and this isn't even really a negative, but uh the sessions are about 30 to 45 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, at the moment. I want to play nothing else but Modern Warfare Zombies. Um, I'm on the last it's mission of Act Two, and I'm enjoying my time in this game. I think my only complaint, and it's not even a complaint per se, but like, there's no time to really stop and catch your breath and like plan out your, you know, in DMZ you could go hide in a corner and yeah, map out what you wanted to do. In this, you kind of have to be on the run at all times, so yeah. you need to go in with a plan of what you want to do.
2: Yeah, like, you
0: really can only do that, like, kind of plan thing at the very start. Mm-hmm. I, I realize that, like, zombies just don't attack you until you start moving in, like, shooting yeah. and stuff.
1: But, um, yeah, it is very Unless much you're on so, a crane like, or something or a radio tower. Yeah, but.
0: yeah you have to find a, a safe space to be in that's, like, really high up and zombies aren't throwing flesh at you. And then you can, like, figure out what you're going to do. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and jump on the bandwagon, too. I've been also playing Modern Warfare 3. I've been playing zombies. I absolutely love this game. I think it is hilarious how this game, quote unquote, stumbled off of the the, the track. And this is, I'll probably say this is probably my favorite Call of Duty game in a long time, mm. mainly because it has all the maps I remember. Uh, they just brought shipment in, so it's just like I'm good. Like <laughs> I'm good, and then like I'm loving zombies. I think. For as much as I had fun in DMZ, as much as we played DMZ, I think yeah. them them sunsetting DMZ makes a lot of sense because right now it is a very toxic place. So there's no fun to be had there, at least for me. And jumping into zombies and having like genuine like co-op experiences where like I'm playing with a f- like with y'all, with my friends, I'm playing with random people. Mm-hmm. And like just today I was Playing with the random person, he jumped on mic. He was talking about, he was talking to, I think, his wife or girlfriend or some person in the background about how he has to go do something with tires or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm here. I can hear him, but like my mic is muted. And he was like, Oh man, but like I need to go do this thing, but I don't want to, I don't want to just stop because if I stop, I'm going to lose all my stuff. And I'm like, Hey, yeah. let's just exfil. And he's like, Oh my God, thank you. I was like, Yeah, no problem. <laughs> he had the Wonder Waffle. And I was like, Hey, how about you drop that wonder waffle and um you know you can just go in your merry well? He's like, All right, cool. He dropped it, <laughs> he exiled. I got the wonder waffle for a little bit. I, in that same mode, I found the like demon bike that ah. it yeah, like it um it will get stronger, it will heal itself. Yeah, when the it kills more you zombies. run over.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it
1: has like a, a ether blast thing as well. I think just because it was zombies, they were able to pack more Easter eggs and just fun stuff to do versus DMZ was kind of trying to be more realistic to yeah. a degree. D- DM- DMZ
0: was too too close to being like, oh, we got to match like Tarkov and the stuff that Tarkov mm-hmm. does. They, they didn't, they wasn't really given the opportunity to have fun with DMZ where they're having fun with um, zombies. Like, there are different challenges you can do in the map to get free perks. Yeah. Like if you like uh, zip line to like some place, if you um, parachute down through rings, you, it's like there's so much stuff you can do in this game. that they, yeah, like there's like challenges you can do around the map to get the perks. Like there's so much stuff you can do in this game that like a- yeah, there's it's not necessarily told to you. Like some people found it out and then they like kind of piece things together. I just hope they keep doing stuff like this for modern yeah. warfare zombies. And I think that would be really good. And that would and I, I think right now it is doing a good job of drawing people in because it's it's low pressure. You're not having to deal with like other Call of Duty people that could, I don't know, quick shot you or whatever, like PC. Yeah. <clears throat> so you don't really have to deal with that. And like you get genuine co op experiences, which is P V E, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just missing from Call of Duty because the, when you're playing in the deathmatch or team deathmatch or whatever, it's just more toxic people just yelling and screaming at each other. And it's just like, all right. So, yeah, I think, yeah, Modern Warfare Zombies, I'm loving it right now. I'm just loving Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Uh, other games I played, I beat Mario Wonder. I think that game is great. It was a delight. Um, it's not my game of the year. I feel like I've played stronger games. Uh, I think Mario, I I think this is one of the best Mario games I've played in a long time. Um, If I were to rate it, I'd probably give it 8 out of 10. Um, I also beat Cocoon, which is that puzzler game where you play as a little humanoid creature thing that holds orbs. And you can travel in orbs while holding an orb and be in an orb. It gets crazy. I think that game is all, all the way down, all the way down to your ankles insane <laughs> um i'd also give that an eight out of ten i think the ending got a little uh big brained for me where it's just like you guys are just trying to like piece this all together and it like really like sci-fi way and i don't think it really works out that well but again i don't think that's the point of the game i think the point of the game is the puzzles and like overcoming the puzzles are the puzzles difficult they're not crazy difficult but it does it does require you to look at the things they give you, look at the things you've done and kind of piece that together to beat the puzzle or complete the puzzle. So yeah.
2: yeah. Um that's it. That's it. That's it. So next time you hear from us, we'll be we'll be completely changed. We'll
0: have seen GTA (laughs) six. We will have seen the game awards. We actually might do something between those two. We will return to you men. Men, yes. I'll have more facial hair right here. It'll be connected from all the cool things I've seen.
2: <laughs>
0: very, very hopeful. Oh, man. All right, y'all. That's, that's, uh, that's what we've been doing. So we hope you enjoyed this episode of Press X Start Gamers I We enjoyed this thing. And we hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making this thing. Uh, Don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcasting apps. That's Spotify, that's Apple Podcasts, or whatever podcast services you're currently tuned in on. Leave us a review because every little bit helps. If you are watching us, please like this video, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notification bell. Also, watch our shorts because they're pretty entertaining. Yeah, pretty entertaining. Um, If you want to join our conversation, you can by joining our Discord at pressxm discord So do that as well.
2: And until next time, Be safe, play games, and just have fun. Peace.